What is up, guys? On this episode of Outside the Cage, I have the privilege of having the conversation with Hollis Dober, married to Drew Dober, who is a top 15 ranked lightweight in the UFC. We had conversations about the dating scene in Denver, how she met Drew, engagements, fight camps, his insane fights, what they do in and outside of fight camps and outside the cage. It's an episode you don't want to miss. Hollis Dober is a special guest for Outside the Cage today. And welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. Yes, you're welcome. You're welcome. Why don't you give the audience a little bit of an idea of who you are, where you come from, kind of some passion, interest, get them kind of the backstory of you. Yeah. So I'm um, a Denver native. So I'm one of the the rare unicorns. Um, I went to South High School um, and I grew up um, really with a lot with my mom. My mom pretty much raised me and um, I'm an only child. I have, I have some step siblings, but um, you know, yeah, only child really close to my mom and mm-hmm. just her and I were like best friends shopping. We did everything together and she's still like, I think she lives four miles from my house. Oh, nice. So, nice. Just no, you know, siblings. Um, I have step siblings, but no, just me. So okay. yeah. So, you know, with the, um, the baby coming, you know, I'm in my third trimester. Um, Yay. she's really stoked. So okay. she's excited. And even more so because you're having a girl. Yeah, awesome. A girl. Awesome. And Drew's, uh, yeah, we're, we're just ecstatic. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, so, you know, I'm, um, I work from home right now and I, um, I just basically, you know, run the house. I'm the wife and doing the laundry, the dishes and the dog the laundry. and the laundry. Whoa. I don't think people <laughs> really know that our life is based around laundry. I would pay someone just to do our laundry. Well, you know, because they're training what? Like three times a day. Whoa. And then when they forget it in their car for four days and, and you're just, all right, guys, we got to have a talk. It's disgusting. <laughs> and it's like wet. Like their clothes are soaked and they smell. So nasty. And then it's like in our closet and then our closet smells and then you just have to end up throwing stuff away, and you're like, I don't yeah, know what happened to I it. I yeah, I don't. It's, You've done that, Because yeah, I've totally solid. done that. Yeah, it's gone. I don't. I'm. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what what happened to that. You probably left yeah. it at the gym. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How do you feel about hand wraps and washing those? Ian doesn't use hand wraps. Oh my god. What? So, yeah. Enlighten me. <laughs> how? Yep. How can I change this? Because it is my least favorite part. They're the long. They get tangled around everything, and then I don't know. I just, I get really angry with hand wraps. Yeah. What does he use? He doesn't use them. No, he doesn't use hand wraps. I don't know. He would, he would. <laughs> oh, thug life, I yeah, guess. Yeah, for real. He was like, you just have to make a tight fist. Oh, like, oh yeah. Okay. So maybe tell Drew to tighten up a little Drew. bit. Yeah. We need to <laughs> tighten it up, man. <laughs> but yeah, so I just take care of everything at the house. We've got a, we've got a Siberian Husky, um, brand new house. We just, um, we just. I guess got our first house almost about a year and a half, almost two years ago. Awesome. So, you know, we're doing the whole adulting thing mm-hmm. and um, learning about yard work and homeowner life. Yeah, the homeowner life. Cool, but, cool. Yeah. So let's kind of transition into when you met Drew, kind of how that went. Yeah. So um, Drew and I met online. 
Um, he was I, in the DMs. He was in the DMs. I don't blame him. Yeah. You're and a hottie. He was like, he was trying to message me and like, you know, we had never met. Yeah. Right? And I like saw, you know, this guy's he's gorgeous. Like he's good looking and he's a professional athlete. I'm like, wait, so was he in the UFC at this point? Yes. Oh, he was. Yeah. So Drew and I, well, we've only been, we've only been together for four years. Okay. And so, yeah. So I like saw his Instagram and I was like, oh, this guy probably thinks he's a big deal, you know? And Mm -hmm. like, I'm sure you have your dating stories where it's like, you know, I've kissed some frogs. I've seen it all. And I'm like, I think I've got a pretty good idea of what this guy's going to be like his ego and his. And so I was like, so I kind of, I kind of ghosted him a little bit. Like he'd message me a couple of times. You left him on red. <laughs> you left him on red. <laughs> that's solid. Or I do just the double tap, like liking, Okay. you know, or like, oh, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Period. But like nothing like, tell me more about yourself or like, you know, never follow. I just, you know, I was like, I think I was just tired of dating. And yes. Dating is is tough. It's all, you know, these platforms and you're swiping and mm-hmm. it's like, and then you go on a date and you find out someone's not really who you mm-hmm. think that they are and, and you're kind of disappointed. So. Yes. And I would say the dating in Denver is hard. Yeah. Because finding masculinity in itself is difficult, let alone in Denver. Yeah, well, and then going with the Denver thing is, is I was meeting guys that were like, I just moved here three weeks ago from Chicago, and I'm going, how am I going to try California. To, right, California or Texas, or you're just like, how, okay, so I'm basically going to turn into your tour guide. Mm-hmm. I can see where this is going. You want me to take you camping? Exactly. <laughs> camping. <laughs> Drink kombucha at Red Rocks. Yep. Like, <laughs> yep. <laughs> and I, so I was like, all right. And so anyways, like Drew and I, you know, we, we kind of started talking on social media and then, yeah, like fast forward to our first date again, I was like getting ready, but I was like, man, I'm not going to get my hopes up. Where did he take you? We went to Avanti, which is oh, nice sure. because you're not like at a sit down restaurant. Yes. If you want to like get out quick, like, okay, I'm just going to get a little glass of wine and then sorry, I got to go. Yep. Like, yep. That's great. So how did he, was he like, so we should go to Avanti or was he like, I would really like to take you out for a drink. Yeah. Was he, he chivalrous? Yeah, he was. He Well, so he was actually very polite. He said coffee or ice cream. Like, oh, oh, so he like, was kind of keeping it was, short for he, the first one. He was like, he was being really like polite. You know, he was like, you know, he's like, I'd love to take you out for like a coffee or, or an ice cream or something like, which I liked because, you know, it was like, you know. You don't have to commit to a lot. Right. It's nice. Especially if you don't know him. You're like, okay, is this guy. He was, and he was so sweet. He was so nice. Um, And he was like, if you, of course, if you have any recommendations, like you're the one that's from here, I'll, I'm up for anything. And so Mm -hmm. I actually was the one that was like, well, there's this place Avanti and it's pretty casual. We can Mm -hmm. like hang out for a little bit. And uh, so he, um, he picked me up and this is kind of like where he realized I'm a little bit of like that strong female, mm-hmm. like alpha. Yeah. For sure. And so he picks me up and I'm like, can I, can I tell you like a shortcut on how to get there? <laughs> I'd like to provide the instructions. Okay. <laughs> because his GPS was like telling him some w- other way that I guess I just thought my way mm-hmm. was better mm-hmm. than your GPS. Okay. And so he's like, in that moment, I realized like, oh, this girl, like she's, she's kind of like a little bossy, like, <laughs> oh. But he liked that because yeah. he grew up with his mom 
and like his sister, he grew up with women and they're like, and his mom, his mom's a very like strong, you know, she, um, not opinionated, but she has like, she has her voice and she has like, you know, she's very like, she's just a strong person. And so he like, I think was like, oh, she's kind of like, gonna like remind me of my mom a little bit. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And so we went on our first date we had like the best conversations and, um, then I like took him home and we got right to business. So I oh. locked it down. Oh, whoa. <laughs> Let it happen. There is no gray areas here. Black and white. We need a, we need Paul a new from the be- <laughs> yep, she knew from the beginning. I like this guy. He's chivalrous and he takes my directions. That's right. That's Baba great. Booey. <laughs> Baba Booey. Baba Booey. But yeah. Okay. And then, yeah. And then it was just. I mean, instant, it was instant chemistry. So when you met him then, was he in fight camp or where was he at kind of in his career? Because it was interesting, like looking back through, I didn't, I didn't know a ton about Drew. The first time I had ever met him was they were at Landau's. The guys were training at Landau's and Ian was there. And I was of course just waiting for him to get out of practice. And this guy, like, I just see him like turn around. I was like, that's my husband. And I was like, oh, whoa whoa, that, no, that's, that's not my husband. And then Ian and him are just like dapping it up, just talking. And I was yeah. like, Ian, who was that? He was like, oh, that's true. He's got a fight coming up. And then yeah. um, we had saw him fight and it was just like one of the most insane fights. And I was asking <laughs> Ian last night, I was just like, Ian, what fight was that one that we watched Drew where he kind of got rocked up a little bit and then he just goes in and knocks this guy out. And he's like, that's like Drew's whole career. Like, so I don't know. That's just how he fights yeah. It's just going in and just like, nailing people just getting them knocked out it's just <laughs> so sick yeah and I like didn't know anything about fighting I didn't know anything about and you were talking about that that was like kind of his style mm-hmm. I went to his first fight ever and we had been together for like two months so I think yeah so he I mean, must I have been he, in fight camp right? I think he was kind of starting yeah I think he was in fight camp okay um and so he yeah so he was fine like he had a glass of wine with me and like mm-hmm. but yeah we didn't really eat a ton of food Um, but so I think at that point I didn't really know anything about what, what's fight camp. Like I didn't know what that looked like, but, um, yeah, I remember Drew's like first fight and I was like, who am I dating? Like, what is like, in his like walkout song and these fans. And I was like, oh, so whoa, he, you know, hold on, hold up. Yeah. You were dating for two months. Yeah. And and he took you to, (laughs) I went to a fight. Were you there when he was like cutting weight and stuff too? Or did you just show up just for Uh, the fight? I had showed up just for the fight. And he had got you tickets? Yep. Got me tickets. And my girl, my best friend, Kristen came with me. And, and you're like, like I was listen. like, oh, this is gonna be fun. No idea. And then his song comes on, like, this is how and we everybody's do. just and like, they're standing, no. and I'm just like, what in the hell? This it, was your first. Wait, so first, your first fight ever? First fight was ever? UFC seen. Vegas? Yeah, my first. Whoa. I've never. No, I didn't know anything about MMA really. Yeah. Um, you know, I'd watched a couple UFC fights because, mm-hmm. um, you know, from here and up, Justin Gaethje went to Greeley. He went to UNC. Oh, okay. And so, you know, I was like, you know, I wanted to support like my college and I loved that like Justin Gaethje was a bear. Mm-hmm. And so I'd watch his fights and, you know, the occasional Conor McGregor, but I didn't know, I didn't know much about UFC or the, like the camps and what they yeah, have to same. go through cutting weight. You didn't either. No, I had no idea. I had, I had, first off, I have no brothers. 
I come from a family of five girls. Oh my God. In Nebraska, which is one of the reasons why I love Drew is he's a fellow Nebraskan. Yeah. And so I, can, I saw your phone number. Mm-hmm, I remember that. Mm-hmm. Oh, Nebraska. Yeah. yeah. And so like I had no idea. So when he was talking about like weight cuts and, and camps and understanding MMA, he was like, so he told, told me that when I had first met Ian, he was getting ready to go on the contender series. And he was just telling me what that was. And I was like, wait, so is that like the wrestling thing? Like the, yeah, the fake one. <laughs> the WWE. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was like, no, 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 no. He was like, do you know, do you know, um, like Conor McGregor and Ronda Rousey? And I said, yes, those are about the only yeah. two that I would so know. So you the same. Yes. Yeah. So I had no idea. No idea. No idea. So you show up to his, his fight with your best friend. Yeah. And, and you're then, like, sis, you got to come out to this fight with I, me. Yeah. And- I was like, this is going to be wild. I was like, <laughs> this is this guy I'm dating. Yeah. You know, that's about, I mean, three months. I mean, you're kind of like learning a lot about this person that you're yes. dating. And then I think it was a minute 30 into the fight. Andrew knocks this guy out, like knocks him out. Like he's. Out. Who was it? Who was he fighting? Uh, Nazareth. Oh, um, whoa. That's and- <laughs> one of Ian's favorite fights of Drew's. Really? Yeah, we were talking about it last yeah. night. Yeah. So it was like, it really put it into perspective because, you know, that's like, I think that's the crazy thing about being Drew's wife is, you know, and I'm sure you feel this way. It's like, we know them as our husband, right? As mm-hmm. our spouse, as our partner. Like we cook at night, like we we, you know, joke around, we're like in our sweats, we're making breakfast in the morning. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, like they're this killing like this, this monster. The, the switch just <laughs> clicks and it's on. Like, and it's kind of wild to think about how they have these kind of two different not personas, but I don't know. Like I just, mean. I, no, I agree with what you're saying. And, and, and to my perspective, it would just be like the ability that they have to turn that switch off and on yep. in a controlled manner. Yep. It's like, you know, when you're just kind of PMSy and you're like, that switch is on whether you want to yeah. turn it on or off for a reason. There's no controlling. <laughs> it's yep. It's there. It's like, they can just turn it on or turn it off. Well, and I was like, I told my mom, like this guy I'm dating and she goes, Oh my gosh, Hollis, please, you know, like be careful. Like, yeah. you know, yeah. and I, I don't know if you experienced that, but when I was like telling people, you know, I'm dating a fighter, they're like, oh, wow, that's kind of scary. And I'm like, you know, he's not a violent person though. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cause they get it out in their training. Yes. They're like, yes. I remember when I told my dad, I think my parents were more concerned about Ian's past than they were where he was presently. <laughs> Cause I'm like, oh yeah, I'm just dating this felon. And I here I am told with me a little no bit. speeding ticket, you know, it's just like. <laughs> My grandma was freaking out. She was like, like, I stole a lollipop when I was 10. (laughs) Yeah. And so like the fact that I told my dad, like I'm kind of dating this guy and he's in MMA and he's like, you're dating a cage fighter. Uh Oh, I was like, yeah, dad. Oh man. Yes, I am. And he was like, all right. Like that was just kind of, but my dad has five girls, so he can oh, tend to be kind of passive. Of course. Well, you're protective you know? a little bit too. Well, just kind of like numb because okay. he had raised five girls <laughs> and he was just like, yeah, mm, okay. I can't imagine what that house was like. Whoa. Were you guys close in age? Yes. My dad was 26 years old with five girls under the age of six. Sit on that one for a minute. Oh my gosh. Yeah. But it's my mom you should really feel sorry for because she's <laughs> had to deal with had us, deal you with know. It. But it was oh, nice. I, I hated it at the time, but I love it now. My sisters and I are close. And yeah. Are they all in Nebraska? Yeah, I have one in South Dakota, two in Nebraska, one in Texas, and then I'm in Flor- in between Florida and Colorado now. Okay. That's really cool. Yeah. yeah I so. saw you're your, like nursing. 
Yep. So I'm a registered nurse. So I specialize in beauty and aesthetics and functional medicine. That's so really cool. internal medicine, more wow. precision health. Yeah. Yep. That's what brought me out to Colorado is finished doing pageants, um, to kind of a year off to kind of resettle, get myself refocused and then moved out here to Colorado, just pursue my nursing career. And I met Ian yeah. a year after I had been here. Okay. Yeah. I went to school for nursing. Oh, you did? I, I went to Greeley, UNC, mm-hmm. the most competitive nursing program in the nation. Yes. Um, I think they only accept 72 students a year, mm. um, half of which they've got contracts with other schools to accept their applicants, which I think is garbage. Because if I'm at your school taking your prerequisites, yes, like I should have- like, First dibs yeah. over everybody else. And so I ended up, I applied with like a 3.3 GPA and I didn't get accepted. And my heart was like- Broken. So then what'd you transition to? So then I just, I changed my degree to dietetics, nutrition, because... Which, how beneficial Because for I had already been taking two years of nursing. Yeah. And I had, you know, I was paying for college myself. Like mm-hmm. I, you know, I had some loans and, you know, I thankfully had had some grants, um, but... I was like on the fast track. I'm like, I don't want to be in school any longer Same. than I have to. Same. To. I did the accelerated yeah, program. I was like, great. I need to be in and out. Yeah. I do not want to just yep. dedicate my life to yeah. college. Yep. Yeah. So dietetics was not a plan or a passion, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just to get that bachelor's. Yeah. But bachelor's. it worked out good for Drew now, right? Yeah. Except for it's not, um, I'm not in like weight. It, it was more of like a clinical nutrition. Okay. okay. So yeah, I, have no part in his <laughs> nutrition or weight cuts or okay. or anything. And actually now I work for uh, Bimbo Bakeries, which is the largest bakery in the world. So they own Sara Lee Bread, Thomas's, um, Entenmann's, okay. Ballpark, Takis, Little Bites, um, not healthy things. <laughs> okay. okay. I have diabetes. I can't eat any of that. <laughs> diabetes. Diabetes. <laughs> womp, womp. <laughs> But yeah, so I work from home. Um, I work from home now. Okay. Which is nice. But yeah, so anyways, nursing. Yes. Oh, I, I wanted to be a nurse. Yeah. It's, it's hard. hard. It's hard work. Mm-hmm. It is. Um, it is. So back to the fight in Vegas. So Drew knocks this guy out like first round, couple minutes in. What what do you guys do from that point on? Are you like, where's the after party? We like partied. Yeah. Partied. Yeah, you're in Vegas. I'm right? also still in shock at this point because I'm like seeing, then I'm seeing Drew and now he's got like, you know, and I think he, I think he got a bonus or fight in the, I don't know, some, I think I'm in shock looking at him after this fight. Mm-hmm. Like, Whoa. you were just in there and you did that Whoa. and now you're like ordering a, a glass of Chardonnay. Like, yes. it's just, you know, it's like mm-hmm. just so casual and I'm like, hold on a second. Like we need to talk. (laughs) What was that like? I was asking him all these questions. Like, how are you feeling? Does your head hurt? Like I was very concerned, Yeah, you know? And I mean, he didn't, he didn't get, there was no contact really. And I mean, sorry, Nazrat. Um, but Drew didn't, he didn't suffer much in that fight. He didn't have any black eyes or anything. Mm -hmm. Um, and so it was a good one, but I still was just really worried. And again, that nursing, Mm -hmm. that nurturing, that caretaker in me is like, you know, are you tired? Like, do you want to go back to like the hotel room and relax? Like, and he was like, it's okay. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm good. good. I'm good. I'm now. good. Yeah. The hard part's over. Yeah. Like, all right. <laughs> so then how long at that point did you guys date until he proposed and got married? Yeah. We moved quick. Um, so 
I think from the time that we started, like our first date, Mm -hmm. started dating, I moved in with him six months later. Okay. Moved in with him. I had, I had been living downtown. Like I'd, um, I had a loft and stuff and, you know. And you had the dog? I had the dog. Okay. Yep. So moved in with Drew. Yeah. That was a big deal for me. Yeah. Uh, I had never lived with a guy before. He was Mm -hmm. the first guy I ever lived with. And Mm -hmm. so for me, it was like, you know, and again, we talked about dating. I dated all sorts of guys and I knew what I wanted at Mm -hmm. that point. Like Mm -hmm. I had figured it out and he was, he was very reassuring. He made me feel very comfortable. Uh, He was like, you know, if you want to move all your stuff into this bedroom, like whatever you want to do, if you want to hang, get new curtains, get new pillows, whatever, like, I, I don't care. Put your feminine touch, like, on on everything. And, and so he made it feel very comfortable yeah. for me. Yeah. And, yeah, then it was, I think, six months later, and he proposed. So in a year from us dating, mm-hmm. and then we got engaged. It was a, a year of okay. dating. Okay. And where was he at when he proposed? First off, how did he do it? And yeah. second off, where was he kind of at in his fight career at that point? Did he was he in camp? Was yeah. he out of camp? <laughs> so, Did he just come off a big win? <laughs> this is actually a really funny story. So we, um, you know, we had been talking about obviously like we want to take that next step, and mm-hmm. you, you have those conversations in a relationship where you're like, do you want to be long? Like, do you want? Am I your forever? Yeah. Do you want me as your forever partner? So you know, he knew that like I wanted to get married and and stuff. Well, I think he was in camp and um, he was emotionally detached. So he was feeling the nerves of he was going to propose, which I didn't even know. Mm -hmm. I didn't know he was going to propose. And so he was acting so weird toward me, like very distant, very like he completely forgot about our one year anniversary of like dating, you know, or whatever. And I remember just like going off on him. Like, what is up with you? Are we, are we even like, are we even, do you want to be serious with me? Am I just your roommate? Like, right. Am I, I was doing pissed. your laundry. Cause like, he just was like, so aloof. He wasn't present. He yeah. wasn't. And he's, he's usually so thoughtful and, and very in tune with how I'm Detail. feeling again, yes. the mom, he grew up with the sister. He knows women. Mm-hmm. He's very in tune with, with emotions of, of his That's a partner. Thing. Is it? It's a fire. Really? Yes. Because I feel like once you can determine someone's emotions before you fight them yeah. and knowing that whether it's getting in their head or being the nice guy or understanding what their emotional trigger is. Yeah. I feel like that's just a step up for the game. <laughs> you know what I mean? Ian, yeah. knows, Ian knows my emotions yeah. better than I do. Well, they're trying to always fill out their opponent. Yes. Yes. I'm like, I don't know. Does that make it easier or harder for you to to beat them up? Right. Because if they're a nice guy, like then. <laughs> well, it's either him or the other guy. So right. he's like. That's the other thing. It's mm-hmm. 50-50. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Oh. So you're um, chewing him out yeah, at this point. Pissed. Yeah. Because I'm just like. You know, you dropped the ball and you totally just didn't even like realize it was our anniversary. And I don't know. I just feel like he was acting so weird and it was really bumming me out. And 
And I didn't know that like he had actually gone and picked up the ring that day. So he, you know, oh, poor whoa. guy is just yeah. sweating. He's so nervous and, and I'm just chewing him apart in the car. Had like, you looked at rings or did he just no. pick out, whoa, he did good. He, yeah. Beautiful. Thank you. Yes. He kind of knew what I had wanted and mm -hmm. like his mom, like she kind of, um, her and I like went and looked, you know, a little bit, we were shopping one day and she's like, let's go in this shop and just kind of look. And then I guess she like kind of oh, reported oh. back to him and, you know, um, mm -hmm. but yeah, so he had it custom made and he, okay. I guess, had a lot of fun, like picking it out, you know, mm -hmm. the diamond and stuff. But so he was really invested in this whole process of looking at the ring yeah. that he was not, you know, paying attention to anything else. Yep. Like, and so and he was in camp, <laughs> right? Andy and was he's in, in camp. camp and here's his girlfriend going, do you even want to be a part of this As relationship? Just bought this like <laughs> three carat diamond. <laughs> so funny. And so, yeah, but it was, um, it was during COVID. So we didn't like, we didn't have like a big proposal. Um, mm -hmm. but I kind of liked it that way. It mm -hmm. was really kind of intimate. And, uh, we were, we were going up to the mountains to see some friends and mm -hmm. he was like taking this detour. And I was like, wait, the highway's that way. And he was like, well, we just got to stop by your parents' house because your dad needs help bringing up the Christmas tree from the basement. And my dad had just had hand surgery. So it made sense. Right. And I had no idea. And we're sitting in my parents' living room and Drew gets down on one knee. And I'm like, oh, oh, Whoa. this is how, like, I didn't have, I didn't take my coat off or anything. Like, I thought we were just going in, bring a Christmas tree up. Now we got to go. And yeah. so I was shocked completely. What about wow. you? Ian was in the middle of a fight camp. We, he was actually getting ready to fight Derek Brunson in August. And he proposed to me in July. Okay. And so we moved fast too. So it was like, I had only known him a year and yeah. he proposed like okay. right there. And I did not think that he was going to propose. We had actually already gotten married. We went to the courthouse, got married. Oh, but, really? Yep. But okay. I, I told him, I was like, I still want a proposal. Yeah. You course. have to propose to me. Right. You know? And so I was just like, oh, it's well, romantic. He, yeah. He's got a fight coming up. You know, it's, uh, he's not going to propose now. Like it's, he's getting ready to fight one of the top 10 guys in the world. So like yeah. he was locked in on his training. At some point, that was a long camp for Ian. I think it was, like, close to 15 weeks. And so it was just, like, at a point where he had, like, eight weeks left in camp. He was, like, needing a break, needing to go to the Burned ocean. Out. Yes, yeah. just needed, like, a reset yeah. before he finished out, like, the last little part of his camp. When we go to Mexico, go to Cozumel, we go diving. And oh. he was like, there's been lots of hurricanes down here. He's like, we might find some treasure. And I'm like, You're okay. Like, oh, God. He, like, in a, in a separate Dork. life, Ian wants to be a treasure hunter. <laughs> like, if you've ever seen, oh, what's what? the Outer Banks? Are you watching? No, that? but I've seen the trailers and the anything that has to do with treasure hunting. Really, Ian's all in. he's so into it. Yes, that's so weird. So I'm just like, bro, I'm not gonna find any treasure. I'm just like annoyed or whatever. And he's like telling me this, and we're going out on the boat, and it's the first time I had ever um, scuba dived. And of course, in Mexico, they just like make you sign a waiver. Yeah, and, and then they just drop you yep, off in yep. the middle of the ocean. Yeah, facts. So we're like descending and going down and we're like kind of swimming and going across the bottom and he comes up and How swims fun. beside me and during on the way out there. So Ian speaks fluent Spanish. So he's like talking oh, to this guy. That's so cool. And I'm like, what are you talking to these guys about? Yeah. And he's like, oh, I'm just making sure they have everything. Like, cause make sure we have all like, the supplies. But he's like so having full blown yeah, conversations. Yeah, but he's like, bro, do you, <laughs> do you have the box? Like, do you have every, like, do you have the camera guy like are we ready to go oh my god and, so, like, and we, you had no idea no You're like, idea because no because we're already married at this point so right. like, he's not going to propose this for, like he's yeah. in the middle of camp yeah so we like go down and we're swimming <laughs> on the bottom of the ocean and he there's like this wooden box and it looks kind of old and he like points at it and, like looks at me really 
big. And you're like, this is. I was like, no, I was like, whoa, he's right. We found treasure. (laughs) We found treasure. Like, whoa. And so, like, I swim up there and I get the box, and Ian, like, grabs it and, like, gets really big and, like, hands me the box. And I, like, open it and there's a ring, and I immediately roll my eyes and look at him, and he holds up a sign and he said, "Uh, Will you marry me? I love that. And he just thought, He he did give me the options to say yes or no. There was a no card. (laughs) There was a no with the yes, so that's so fun. Yep, and so but we swam he around about all that. Yep, we swam around a little bit, and then um, the guy had like come and check our air tanks, and Ian was so nervous that he had sucked the entire air. He's like, "We gotta go up, we gotta go up." <laughs> and so then, out. yep. So then we went up. And how long had you guys been pictures. dating at that point? Um, not about a year. Okay, about a year. Yeah, I met yeah. him in June. And you're how old? You don't mind me asking. No, I'm 30. Okay. Yep. Yeah, so you knew. Like you're Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yep. That's so fun. I know. I know. Did you know drinking two sodas a day can increase your risk of dying? Fit Soda is the anti-soda. It's sugar-free, packed with electrolytes for hydration, aminos for recovery, and has absolutely zero calories. Stop treating your body like a garbage disposal and start hydrating it like the winner you are. Sorry, guys, I went for a nice long walk today. A little fit soda never hurt nobody. Have your cake and drink it too. Pick up some fit soda today. So, yeah, so there's been a lot of transitions, you know, when you move into, like, that wife status of a fighter and just making sure. Because I feel like what people don't understand is just how much work really goes into it. I mean, they see professional athlete and they see you, like, living a certain lifestyle. I mean, the fight game is harsh. And it's it's, they're solo, right? They're solo. And they they hire the agents, they hire the yep. coaches, like yep. they are their own boss. Mm-hmm. They, you know, make payments to other people. Business. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And being that person that can kind of be there looking over the, over the shoulder and mm-hmm. just being like, Hey, you know, that decision that you make, like, is that, sh- are you sure that's the one that yeah. you want to make and yep. making sure that they have an advocate in their corner mm-hmm. at all times. And just with how quickly Drew has, has come up, I feel like he's been one of the most underrated fighters throughout the entire UFC. Like every single fight that Drew fights is just insane every single fight he's and so boring. he's no he's so much fun to watch i have a heart attack almost every time yeah like oh my god oh i know yeah. i know it's, it's exciting yeah. yeah yeah so he's got a fight coming up yeah right has yeah. it been announced yet um it hasn't been announced yet um but so he's you know and it's that whole thing like you were talking about um being the the, the wife and it's a lot about providing this you know that mental mental support mm-hmm. as a partner. And that's kind of what we were going through the last few weeks. Um, cause he just found out like a couple of days ago about this fight. Um, you know, and I don't, I oh, don't so know. short notice kind of, no, I mean, it's, it's a May 6th, so okay. it's going to be a perfect, like full training camp. Um, but recent, like he just found out, okay. um, you know, he's going to be fighting this guy. And so, um, but he, he was hoping to have heard something, I mean, the last three weeks, like we've been, you know, you know how it goes. It's yeah. Like you're and you're waiting, expecting you're a waiting. baby. So it's like, you have to plan around a little yeah. bit when your due date is. And he was, you know, he, he was kind of a little stressed out mm-hmm. and that's a lot of, again, being the partner and just being there to say, everything's going to be okay. It's going to mm-hmm. be fine. Like we'll hear something soon, yep. um, but they're stressed because they don't, they don't know when their next paycheck is. Mm-hmm. And yeah, like when there's a baby, you know, in the picture, yeah, it's a little bit, yeah, they, they're the providers, you know, that, you know, they, Mm -hmm. they want to take care of their wives, their family. And when they don't know the who or the where, 
Mm-hmm. It's it's tough. And there were a couple of days where Drew was coming home in a in a bad mood, and it wasn't toward me, but he was just kind of grumpy. Yeah. And I have to learn to just go okay and not take it personally. Mm-hmm. And it's not about me. And mm-hmm. that's you know, and that's like a lot of times I tell my girlfriends this. You know, like if they're if their spouse is really just kind of stressed out or whatever, um, don't make it about you. Make it, try to, you know, figure out, you know, let's talk about this. Like, let's sit down, let's have a glass of wine. Like, tell me, like, tell me everything. Like what's going on in your mind, even though you just came through the door and you were like kind of chewing me out. It's like, Mm -hmm. it's okay. Like, and the nice thing is, is with Drew is eventually he will kind of decompress and he'll go, I'm really sorry. I was so grumpy earlier. And this is, I gave a guy a bloody nose today in training and I'm really bummed about it or, you know, and I still don't know when I'm fighting and, and it's just listening and that's being the best partner. (laughs) And that's where I've learned because I've taken these personality tests Mm -hmm. and I figured out and I tested highest in customer service and problem solving. And there's times where when Drew's telling me his problems, I want to go, okay, well, we need to call your coach or we need to call and here's what we need to do. And he's going, just shut the fuck up. Just just let me just listen. And so I've learned and I'm sure you're learned just being a good listener present. Yeah. 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 And you mentioned like Drew coming back and like being in sort of a bad mood, which brought me to the question of (laughs) how does he handle a loss? Like whether Drew wins or whether he loses, like what's his go-to when he wins and what's his demeanor like? And how do you guys handle a loss? Cause that's when you know, they talk about, and, and, you know, I know you've experienced firsthand of like the clout chasers where everybody wants to get on board when you're on this rise to the top, but anytime you face some sort of adversity or, um, injuries or anything like anything. that, I mean, people really disappear really fast. Yeah. And so keeping your circle small, at least for me has been, you know, a big part in like, yeah like just praising God for some of those adversities yep. because without that, you wouldn't really know who you want at the table with you when you're on top. Yeah. And I mean, I guess really we'll never know what that's like Yeah, because we don't have, you know, a million followers or, you know, fans, right. Yep. That like, yep. you know, if I lost my job tomorrow, I think my mom and like my family would know, mm-hmm. but the whole world knows Yeah, when, when they have that loss and I mean, it's tough. What's Drew, he like after a loss? He's he's hurt. He's really bummed. He's yeah. so bummed. So is he the type but then of guy he gets like mad? But then he's like, I'm going. We're back to training on Monday. Him okay. and his coaches are working on a game plan. And I think that like that he goes through that sadness. Mm-hmm. It's almost like when you go through a breakup, right? You're like yeah. kind of sad at first, but then you're like, you know what? Screw you. Yep. I'm gonna I'm gonna make this different. Or this yep. is. Yep. And then after a win, are you guys someone that after every fight, you guys go on a vacation and go celebrate like a fight yeah, camp? Yeah. Okay. Do you guys? Yeah. Yeah. Ian's really big on, you know, win or loss. We're going to celebrate a fight camp yep. because camps are hard yes. and they suck. Oh, I love hearing that. And we they do hurt. The and so like finding something, whether, even if it's just as simple as like going back to the mountains, spending a weekend at the yep. hot springs, or if yes. we're like going to South America, like, I don't know wherever, but like, we're going to celebrate a camp because you can't just celebrate. It's all about the journey. And so just celebrating even the little wins, even though you didn't come out on top, Ian's been in some really close decisions. And so, you know, when, even when they're that close, I mean, when it's left to the judges, I mean, the entire MMA community knows how the judges are. And then like, how are his weight cuts? You know, like, that's also like another reason that's like, Mm -hmm. are his weight cuts insane? Just crazy. Yes. I mean, Ian does not look like a middleweight. 
And if I told the audience like how much so, Ian walks around, and again, around I don't at, really, I forget the classes. But so tell me what he walks around at. What he has to be at. What does he walk around at? So he has to weigh in at 186. Okay. And he walks around heavy. Okay. <laughs> I'm just gonna <laughs> leave it there. Poor guy. Drew walks around at like 180, and he has to get to 155. Oh, solid. <laughs> so, I mean, I think he's had a couple articles written about him. It's it's um, it's pretty crazy, but their bodies are so used to it, mm-hmm. and they just. Mm-hmm. But I'm not, and I know you're not. Like they're used to it, and they're like, "This is natural." Like my body, like they start chugging water. You know, they start hydrating, fueling, right? And their bodies are just like releasing the. And I'm just. It's just like, a fluid shift. I I it's hard for me to watch that. I've mm-hmm. I've watched one weight cut. I've been there watching him do the sauna, do the the bath. Yep. The, and have you ever been in his corner? It's really hard. No, do you I want don't want to. to. No. Uh. Uh-uh. Whoa. I love his coaches. Yeah. I love his coaches, yeah. and I love, and he listens to them. Mm-hmm. Drew listens when his mm-hmm. coaches are telling him like, move your head, shift this, or yeah. like, Drew hears that, and I'm mm-hmm. like, I wouldn't even know what to say. I'd be like, you're doing great. Keep up the good work, yep. babe. Woo woo. Yep. You know? <laughs> yep. I was in Ian's corner um, during COVID because I couldn't even go to the fights. Wow. Right, they weren't taking crowds, and so like yeah. I go through these like oh. insane fight camps with him, and I can't even go there to watch. Oh my gosh, you know what I mean? How and so crazy Ian's was like, that? I'm gonna put her in my corner. <laughs> oh, no, yo, what was that like? All I all I can say is that when we walked out, like I was ready to get in that octagon and fight someone. <laughs> like I was ready to go. I, the walkout is the coolest part. Like, like holding I, you back. Oh yeah, like in She's... in Coach Jake is is like is the best coach in MMA. Yeah. Like he is all about his fighters. Like he puts himself second all the time. Like it's always about his athletes. Like he's never one to like be in the limelight or anything. He's so humble and so nice. And I remember walking out and like, I was kind of, Ian told me, he's like, don't say a word. Coach Jake will tell me what I need to hear. And I was just like, okay, like I won't say anything. And so I'm kind of like, we're getting ready to walk out. And they're like, Ian, like get ready, start walking. You know, they just like come out and start yelling yeah. there. And so I'm just like, like kind of sitting in the You got a bucket back. of water. You're like, I'm doing my, my part. Oh no, I wasn't even the water girl. I just was walking. I was just there. Not even the water girl. No. And so we like get there and, and we're getting ready to walk out. And Coach Jake just grabs me and like pushes me in front of him. So like I walk out right behind <gasps> Ian. And it was just like, uh, it was just one of those special moments that you'll never forget. You're, you're never just like, going to forget that. Mm-hmm. And Coach Jake knew it. And he just like pushed me up front. It was like the <laughs> coolest thing. I was like ready to go. Oh my God. Yeah. And it was a lot of fun. That's really it, cool. Yeah, yeah. It was fun. Man, I thought the apex, you're sitting close watching them, but man, being in their corner. I yeah. Oh man. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. Well, that's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Ian's had some really cool fights and it's so funny. Let's, let's like a uh, shift here a little bit and talk about the DMS. Do you ever look through Drew's DMS? Yeah. Drew, um, Drew, like post something and then I'll see like some girls like commenting and I'm just like, so who's this? Or like, what's this? And you know, and then we'll like talk about it or yeah, I don't think it, it doesn't really bother me unless it's like these girls are like, you know, wanting his phone number or something. Yo, and then it's it, like, the DMs get so aggressive and it's kind of turned into <laughs> one of those things after the fight, you know, like look, we'll be sitting on the couch yeah. just relaxing after the fight, you know? 
And this will be like days <laughs> after or even a week after. And he'll be like, you want to look through my DMs? And I was like, yeah, <gasps> oh, let's do it. Yes. And so I'm just like yeah. looking at all these thirsty girls. Thirsty. And you know what? The Half of them, I'm like, you're not a girl. You're definitely a dude. Right. So like some of these, <laughs> I mean, like it's dirty talk. Whoa. And I'm like, a girl would never say something as disgusting as that. And I mean, I'll <laughs> I don't, tell I don't you, know. Maybe there are some When freaks. Ian fought, um, I think it was when he fought Brunson and lost at that close decision, he lost that fight and his DMs were ruthless. He was having, it was just, it was hilarious yeah. because Ian's like, whoa, after a loss, I'm getting all these verified girls like in my DMs. And we're of course just laughing and clearly they know that he's married. Yeah, so I'm just like, I don't, there was one, she was like, uh, cause he lost to Islam and it was like wrestling, you know, Islam yeah. Makhachev and one girl's I'll let you, ch- I'll let you choke me out. Like Islam choked you out. And I was like, oh, wait, excuse me. Like crickets. You're like, I was like, okay, you can choke me out. Like, I was like, oh my God, this is like, but yeah. It was, it was some... really funny. Like right before Ian and I got married, like yeah. he was posting like, you know, how many days, like 10 days yeah. I get to marry this yeah. girl or whatever. And that's when people started flooding in there. And even some exes like came back in his life and were like, so are you sure you want to get married? And like me thinking... I wiped him up a year yeah. ago. Like he is locked down. Yeah. Little do you know, we're already mm-hmm. married. We're just mm-hmm. having the wedding now. Yeah. So it's just like it's some of those DMs. It makes can you get feel good though. Crazy. And that's like I think that's kind of why, you know, oh yeah, he gets all of the I mean, girls just like in lingerie, you know, or they're sending their like their pictures of themselves and you know, Drew's nice. Like, like you're not gonna see it. Yeah. And Drew's like, you know, he's so nice. Like he'll like he'll double tap or he'll like, but he he never like really responds. And these girls just don't take a freaking hint. And it's just like, you know, and I think it's just learning to like it's just part of it because I've got the ring. Yeah. I'm carrying his baby now. There you go. And enjoy your attention seeking thirst, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. But so it's kind of it makes you feel good. Yeah. Like I'm like like oh okay like these girls are like oh you're be a little bit more desperate there you know right. try a little bit harder right but you know they're coming home to you at the end of the day they're telling yeah. you they're telling you what's really going on in their mind and. Mm-hmm. um building a family with you and you know it's like these girls are just just in the cloud right yeah it's like we don't even know if they're real either like for half real. of this stuff okay. and like can we just talk about for a minute I like went online and <laughs> did like a little post here and was asking people questions that they would want me to ask oh. you about Drew and one of the questions that came up was how does Drew have abs 24 <laughs> 7 And what do you think of his modeling career? So, like, you work for a bakery. I see Drew, like, he loves to cook, right? Like, that's one of his passions. He loves to cook. Loves to cook. Yo, Drew. Yeah. Like, how how does this just happen? I have no idea. Is it just because he's a corn-fed Nebraskan? Like, he just can just... I think that's it. I think that's it. And he eats, you know, steaks. And it's like, he loves meat. And, yeah. And then his his modeling. I'm like... Is that how you get the abs? <laughs> Eat your meat. <laughs> Protein. Protein. Yeah, his modeling, like. But he uh, never, I mean, you say he walks around a little heavier, but I I never see Drew without this, like, solid six-pack abs ever. Yeah. I mean, I'm not complaining. It's great. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Enjoy that, sis. I'm like, Enjoy what's. It. Are you going to have a dad bod? Like, what's that even going to look like? <laughs> One of the other questions was, is, would you ever train to fight? No. Never. I don't think so. Even for a half a mil? 
Half a mil? I mean, I'd get into a fight with anyone for half a right? mil. Right? There you go. <laughs> I, yeah. Have you have you done any training? Uh, no. No uh, MMA, nothing. No, I um but I'm like athletic in my own ways. I I always um enjoyed running. So I did Oh, so you're a runner, so in sports five, and stuff. I did like yeah, I did like the half marathons. Okay. And stuff. So, so I you're like a distance runner every year for a half marathon and like that was my that was my thing. Okay. Racing. Obviously, you're not running now, no. <laughs> but did you run quite a bit? Like entering I was. Oh, wow. I was okay. running a lot, and I ran five. Um, I ran a Colfax half marathon um, every year for like five years, so that was that was pretty fun. But, you know, I think it's – Drew kind of likes that I don't, I'm not a fighter. Yeah. And, you know, we're not butting heads, or I'm not putting in my opinions of, like, you should have done this in training, or – or um, you should eat this instead of this. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, and every time he tells me something about like, oh, the fight's tomorrow, so this is who's fighting. Let me give you a little history. Like, he kind of enjoys that. Like, I don't know everything about fighting. Yeah. And and he's been fighting a long time. Yeah. Like, I was watching, I was looking through his Instagram the other day and like scrolling deep and seeing some of his fights like in high school. Like, who was he yeah, fighting yeah. in high school? Yeah, he was... Um, he and was, like he was in strike force for a while, right? He was he's been fighting since he was yeah, 16. Like he has 70 fights, like 70 plus fights under his belt, a right? A long time. That's a lot of miles. And what's crazy is that like you know, he never gave up on that dream. It's you know, he was like homeless for a little bit, kind of going on sleeping on people's couches and I think he worked at like KFC and like he, living out of his car. But he never and- stopped fighting. He worked at KFC. Yeah. That's legit. <laughs> he worked at KFC. And then he also worked at the Kroger Bakery. And he made, like, donuts and, like, cookies. And he was a baker. Okay. So definitely one of his quirks <laughs> outside of fighting yeah. is he likes to cook. He loves to cook. Okay. And bake, mm-hmm. apparently, too, right? Yeah. He's a um, he's a really good cook. We like okay. cooking together. Yeah. But, yeah. And so, yeah, he never stopped wanting to, you know, pursue his, his dream of fighting. Even mm-hmm. though, and I'm sure you hear of all the things that people will say, you know, when you're growing up, they're like, Oh, you, you know, are you sure you want to do that? Mm-hmm. And especially with fighting MMA was not really, a, you know, a thing back, back then. Yeah. And, um, boxing and, you know, but it was like football. Like taekwondo. It was like, and- but if you told people you wanted to be a, a fighter or cage fighter, they mm-hmm. were going to be like, okay, well then what if that doesn't work out? What are you going to do? And yeah. it's like, that was always people's responses, which I think pushed him even more. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure Ian was the same way as it's like, you know, that was like not really in like a career choice. Right. Like for people to hear fighting, they're going, that's your career choice. Right. They didn't understand that. Right. And it's so interesting because Drew comes from Nebraska, mm-hmm. but he's not a wrestler. How is that possible? I know. How is that possible? <laughs> I mean, I think there's. Cause like what's his foundation? Two- Aren't there like the two biggest like boxers from Nebraska? Ty, what's his name? I don't know. Boxing. I don't know names. Boxing. There's two, but not, not MMA. Yeah. But, I mean, Drew's a really good boxer. <laughs> but, yeah, obviously. Um, yeah. No, he just I, he did all the training sessions. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Another question somebody asked was, "What do you think that Drew could do to improve his fight game?" He do. Um, maybe a, like, 
Like if you were his coach in if his I was corner, his coach, what would you tell him to work on? Um, I kind of want him to get a little bit more creative. Like you're talking about the wrestling, right? Like, yeah, he, I think he's a really great wrestler, um, but he always stands and boxes. He wants to stand and box and strike and, yes. and, um, he just likes know, knocking people yeah, out. And, and he's so, got an iron chin. He, it's like insane. That, yes. His jaw, like the, the, the blows and the hits that he can take. I mean, it's, but it's still like, we don't need to be taking those hits. We don't need to be, you know, so it's like, take him down, do some wrestling. Like, let's do some other, you know, some other things. And, you yeah. know, he's got, he's got his coaches and stuff. And, and, um, you know, I know he's got that creativity in there. And mm -hmm. like, you know, I think I'm like that. I'm not that typical fighter. I'm like, I want to see him like do a kicking, throwing, punching, like elbow, throw an elbow, like, you know, throw a kick, a high kick and then spin or, you know, I'm like, mm -hmm. Um, but he just goes in there and he's just like, bam. And then they just fall. And I'm like, well, yeah, just pressure. <laughs> like all that training, you know, for eight weeks. And I'm like, and you just knocked him out. I was like, I want to see some wrestling. <laughs> yes. So, um, more creativity, more creativity, I think from Drew more like spins yeah. and knees and yeah. crazy action. Stuff. Like, oh, well, whoa. I mean, there's plenty of action. But. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. Let me see. There was another yeah. question is, um, Drew really promotes himself and and just like in his interviews, like his pre-fight and post-fight and press conference, like he promotes himself as such a humble guy. Would mm -hmm. you say that that's accurate as how he portrays himself? Yeah, he is. He is the nicest guy. Yes. So, which is, again, it's just crazy because he's a monster and he's, scary. and they are. that they scary. So crazy. And then they're just like so sweet. Like, do you guys I wrestle? Know. No. You don't wrestle? No wrestle. He'll try to like. Has he ever held mitts for you? No, he hasn't. You guys should do it. I don't know. Listen, <laughs> I was just talking to Chris Camozzi about fun? this. Whoa. So no, I hated it you to hated start it. off with it. I've only taken just a few classes. Like kind of just dabbled in it. I tried one jujitsu class. It was. I didn't really like it, Wasn't but I think it was disaster? just my, I think it, yes, it was because the Are you coordinated. Yes. I, I mean, I played college volleyball. Like I played sports all through high school. And so like, I I'm fairly athletic, but I just, for the most part, like when I did jujitsu, I had no idea what I was doing. And then we just like got in the circle and he's like, okay, we're going to do no, 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 no break. And I was like, I have no idea what you just said. And so then it just turned into this. It just wasn't that fun. I've done some Muay Thai classes, but Ian started holding mitts for me, and I thought it was so much fun, and it was great marriage counseling. Really? Yeah, because you can just throw knees and just maybe some elbows, like and just like get in a fight, you get a little like, aggressive. Put some gloves on, but like it's okay because <laughs> you're holding mitts together, yeah. you know. And it's like if he heard. hits you with a mitt, then it's like, oh well, you know, you yeah. need to be tucking that chin or oh. great marriage counseling. I'd love to try and just punch him a little bit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just see how it just feels. Let out a little aggression. Let's see how much that chin can really take, huh? Yep. <laughs> Yeah. You didn't do the dishes yesterday. <laughs> Here's one right in the kidney. Let him know. <laughs> Just kidding. We're getting aggressive talking about <laughs> kidney shots. Hollis is letting no. Drew know. Yeah. What sports do you do? You do or do you, um, do you do like pasta or do you do any like yoga classes? Yes, I like yoga. I've recently gotten really into cycling. Really? There's a place, yes, there's a cycling class um, by Sloan's Lake that I really like. It's like going to a concert. It's a ton of fun. I would love that. Yeah, let's go. That sounds like fun. Yes, they're a ton of fun. I've been doing that a lot. Um, when we're in Florida, I play beach volleyball. Obviously, I love volleyball. Oh, that's so and cool. it's so nice. Yeah. It's so nice down in Florida. So I like doing that. Um, 
do a little bit of wrestling with Ian, just yeah. kind of like here and there, because I'm always getting suplex. I swear, it's like a nightly ritual. Like I'll do my skincare routine, get everything yeah. situated, get ready for bed, and he's got to like get his reps in for the day, <laughs> you know, and yeah. just suplex me. Yeah. You like going to his training sessions? I do. I enjoy going because, like you said, I didn't grow up around MMA. Like I didn't. Yeah. I don't have any brothers. My high school didn't have any wrestling programs. Like yeah. it was just very foreign yeah, to me. Right. And so going to these training sessions and just watching and just observing and yeah. like seeing Coach Jake and like how he um, maneuvers Ian. Like he just works so well with Ian. Like Ian has had, you know, different coaches that he's worked with in the past that are just like turn it on, turn it on, like get full aggression, like just get ready to go. And like Ian's one of those guys, like you don't need to tell him much. He's Ian's kind of like a thoroughbred. Like you're, I, I come from a horse background. So it's kind of like that horse where you just got to slow him down a little bit and let him control their pace yeah. and then let him go. He'll because be if his they own just, champion. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Just kind of keep him directed and just let him do his things. Or like a sled dog, like a Husky, like yeah. they will work themselves to death. So yeah. they need their coach there to tell them, okay, bring it back a little bit, right. bring it back a little bit. And he does so good at just like maneuvering and, and knowing Ian as a person and knowing where he's yeah. at and, and that kind of stuff. That's really so, important. And they have yeah, to so, have that. Yeah. I love going and watching. It's very interesting. To I, me. I try to go when I can, when I'm not, um, when I'm not working, but yeah. I, I do enjoy going. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I fun. work from home, like in my office and I'm in, like, and then his office is like, you know, they're, they're wrestling or they're, they're doing, you know, it's like Muay Thai, and then I'm just like, this is so different from, yes, from what yes. I do, and that's what's fun. And for me, people always ask me, well, don't you get nervous? Like, don't you get nervous before he goes in the cage? Aren't you nervous? And Of and course you. Yeah, little, yeah, yeah. But course. I would be nervous, like, if my niece was at a dance recital, <laughs> you know? But it's just, it's not that you're nervous for the performance. It's just that when you watch someone, and, like, going to the training sessions help this, like, going and watching him train and watching him prepare for a fight. Like I'm in, I'm in it with you. Like I'm helping meal prep. I'm, I'm doing things at home to make sure things flow You're smoothly. Like, yeah, like I'm, I'm in it with you. Yep. And when I can watch him train and prepare, like when it's time to walk into that octagon, it's just like, let's then you go. Kind of feel, let's yeah. go. Like yep. I know you've prepared. I know yeah. you're ready. I've seen the work that you put in. I'm not nervous for your performance. Like, let's go. Right. Well, that's like that. Because if you're sitting there in the like, corner and you're like, oh, I'm nervous. I'm just like, they feel that. Like, with yeah, your nerves. They do. Like, you got to lock always it. be like, yes. that day of the fight, he's like, so how are you feeling? And I'm always like, I'm so excited. Let's go. I'm yes. excited. Like, let's go. And then you feel them going, yeah, yeah, you know what? It's like. Yeah, showing that uh, excitement that, yeah. like, you believe in them. Like, you're mm -hmm. there. Like, you're pushing them onto that next level. Like, yeah. they don't have that. And they have someone that's just. I see so many wives, like if I could, and I'll ask you that in a second, but if there's any advice I could give to like up and coming wives that maybe don't know much about MMA or just like dating or married to a professional athlete, like when it comes time for that performance, like you need to be that one thing that's solid. Yes. Always. Yep. They need that from you. Yeah. And again, yeah. it's not about you right mm -hmm. now and mm -hmm. how you're feeling. Mm -hmm. You know, it's where you kind of have to leave the emotions out. Yes. Leave, leave it out. And it's being there for them. And, you know, I always tell myself too, um, it's, like, this is their job. Yes. This is what they do. It's mm -hmm. not like he's just getting into a street fight. Yeah. Right? And I, I feel very confident in the refs, and they're always protected. Um, and so that also makes me feel better is that this is – he's going to work. He's mm -hmm. going to work today. This mm -hmm. is this is him doing what he loves. Yep. He loves this, and that makes me feel better versus yeah. thinking about my husband's going to get into a fight tonight. Yeah. I don't ever think about that. I, I just don't. I don't know. Maybe it's like, it's like going to work. Yep. It's going to work. Yep. This like, is what he does. This is I, what he I would loves. probably get more nervous in training than I would the actual fight because you're protected <laughs> yeah. so much by that adrenaline when yeah. you go in that cage. But like training, I mean, 
any MMA athlete would tell you that most of the injuries happen other than like the freak things that happen, like crazy, like yeah. breaking your leg for checking oh a kick. God. You know what I mean? That's like a freak accident. Yes. But like the real injuries happen in practice, right? They're they not protected by yep. that adrenaline. Yep. So I guess that would be my question to you. It's kind of wrap it up here is any advice that you would give to any like up and coming wives in the industry or, or just people that are supporting uh, yeah. someone at the same caliber as Drew? I think just like being kind and being loving and supportive because again, they're getting that violence. They're getting all of these things throughout their, their training that, you know, at the end of the day, they want to come home and just have someone to like vent to and to talk to someone that's going to like hug them and like, you know, give mm -hmm. them some love mm -hmm. and some, you know, just, just being sweet, being kind and, when they're feeling a little insecure or maybe stressed out, they haven't heard about a fight. Again, it's just not taking it personally and being as supportive as you can be. Yep. So, yep. Yeah. And with the baby coming, do you guys have any like up and coming plans? Like where do you kind of see you and G Drew being over these next yeah, couple of years? It's our first kid. So we're, we're just going to kind of take it one step at a time. And we've got, um, we've got a couple of trips that we want to take, you know, once, once the baby's here, but mm -hmm. right now it's just, Oh, he's going to have his fight May 6th. So he's now, yeah, he's going to be eight weeks. So we're just kind of focusing on his fight and then um, being first time parents. Yeah. Did it he just, want a girl? Was he excited about a girl? Yeah, he was really excited. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> yeah, we, we, um, yeah, we were going to be happy with, with whatever, but you know, I hate when, when people say that they're like, you know, what do you want? And people are like, I want a healthy baby. Well, no shit. Like, <laughs> okay, thanks. You know, so it's like, yeah, I want a healthy baby. But I was also like right there to say like, you know, I, I kind of thought a boy. I thought I thought we'd have a boy first. Mm -hmm. And I always pictured like that older brother, little sister thing. And uh, I think when we found out the gender, it was like we did a whole gender reveal thing. I saw and, that. So and it cute. was really fun. And mm -hmm. But you can see the look on our faces where we're like, surprised. Oh, holy crap. But Drew's like, he is the ultimate girl dad. He, like, we I go swear. get pedicures together. We go shopping together. Like, and again, he's like, he's this big badass. But I'm like, don't let that fool you. He is a big softy. He loves to cuddle. He wants to, like, tell me how to do my hair and, like, what to wear. <laughs> and it's really like, yeah. he's going to be a great girl dad. Yeah. I swear, I was listening to one, something Tim Kennedy <laughs> said, and he's like, man, all these MMA fighters, they just pump out girls. They do. And he's like, it has oh, to do with their testosterone and their training. And he's they like, all, they just pump out they girls. They all have girls. Yeah. It's so funny. Yeah. I know. But yeah, we're really excited. So That's great. Thanks. That's great. Yeah, yeah, Hollis, it was great having you on the podcast today. Yeah. And good luck with the rest of your pregnancy and Drew's upcoming fight. We'll be praying for you guys and thanks. just supernatural victory. Right. Thanks, guys. You're welcome.